Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the 1987 official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we discuss every character from Abomination to Zeta. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Josh Park. Hey, folks. What's up? Uh, nothing much. I just uh, recorded two episodes of this cool podcast. I forget what it's called, though. I think it's something to do with Marvel superheroes, I'm pretty sure. Something like that. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it definitely is. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for uh, rehashing, like, basically 5% of the of the <laughs> premise of the podcast. Uh, yeah, I think everyone needs to know that. It's, uh, it's, it's something to do with peop- heroes that are also super and marvelous. I'm pretty sure that's yeah, how I well, would describe I mean, the show. I mean, there's also villains. So, villains but. that are also super and, but also marvelous. Yes. Marvelous villains. Yes. So, what we have today to talk about is a nihilist. Now, is this person a nihilist as in, like, a philosophical, you know, Sart worshiper, or is... <laughs> Is 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 this name spelled differently? I mean, I don't know. You tell me. I I kind of wanted to be just a dude who's sad, like really, really sad, and his name is just a nihilist. I think that would be a good hero. I would read that person's books, but I don't. I get the itch that it's not that. Well, like so, like if it's not that, what do you think its deal is? Um, a nihilist, I think, destroys a lot of shit. I'm pretty certain of that i'm not actually certain I mean, at all but that's just what it sounds like to me so is it like a hero or a villain or? It, if the name feels like a villain but that just might be my prejudices talking again because yes i mean i mean that's pretty it's pretty bad to assume someone's bad based off of their name of course yeah just because my name, just because my name is uh, Orphan Smasher, does not mean that. that <laughs> just because my name, just because not my name is Dark Lord of Evil, Destroyer of Worlds, um, it do, you shouldn't assume. Like, I mean, it's just ridiculous the profiling that goes on. It's just, yeah, I can't believe it. So yeah, uh, well, you were bright, kind of. <laughs> About it being someone who destroys a lot of stuff. Okay. Alright. Because of Nihilus, I'll show you, just show you a picture. Oh, can you that's des- a good look. Can you, des- can you describe what it looks like? Okay, so this is a person, um, a hairless person. They're ball- bald, um, green wings, green everything except for its torso and arms, which are covered in a pinkish armor. Um, its biceps, its biceps are nice and throbbing. They're just, Oh, so yeah. good. Um, its face is a little scary, like a bug. Yeah, you got that completely right. And um, oh, just its muscles are just rippling, man. It's just. I think someone has a crush. Oh man, I. <laughs> I'm not saying I would. I'm not saying I would um, do nasty, nasty things with this, <laughs> with this character. But uh, there was one in the entire Marvel universe. Think. Yeah. Well, I mean, one thing you didn't notice is that it has some sweet spiky oh, shoulder yeah, pads yeah. on its shoulders. <laughs> yeah. So that's good stuff. 
Yeah, it was real great. <laughs> so, Annihilus is a Fantastic Four villain. Oh. He showed up in Fantastic, uh, Fantastic Four Annual Number Six, so fairly early on. So th- I think that would be in the 70s, like early 70s. All right. Uh, his origin, though, but w- is fairly late in the Fantastic Four run, uh, because it is Fantastic Four 140. Oh, okay. So he's from the Negative Zone. Do you know what the Negative Zone is? Uh, a little bit. All right, so what do you think the Negative Zone is? I because... think the Negative Zone is a place... Like the underground in Stranger Things, where everything is they, backwards mean the and evil. Upside down? The upside down. A parallel dimension. It is definitely a parallel dimension. It has uh Wait, is that the one has in a l- the Fantastic Four movie, the new one? Is that where they go to? Kind of. A little bit. Maybe. I think Yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> It's it's basically another like dimension and everything mm-hmm. where there's a bunch of people there that are just monstrous. Uh we'll talk about one of my favorite denizens uh, later in this book actually called Blastar. Blastar. Uh, guess <laughs> guess guess what his power is? Is it uh does it blast stars? <laughs> he makes make uh he makes hand explosions. Oh, I see. That's good stuff. Is it just me, or do Fantastic Four characters seem to have big egos involving their names? There's, like... They were created... It was created by... Uh, like, a lot of the naming and stuff was done by Stan Lee. hmm Who is just a very bombastic person. Yeah, I see. I, I can feel that. And also, also uh, Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. Who created almost all of the Fantastic Four, if, if we're honest. Yeah. <laughs> He also just really liked the big cosmic and like just big godlike creatures a lot. I see. That makes sense. Yeah. So basically his deal is is he had a cosmic control rod. <laughs> okay. Basically like he just became like a warlord. No way. Okay. And, um, let me get something. Well, he does seem very charming, so that makes sense. Oh, I mean, you're going on a date with him soon. Yeah. So, I'm setting you up. Alright, thank you. Yeah, nice negative zone portal and everything for you. You're going to go to a really nice, uh... Negative Italian restaurant. (laughs) Negative Italian restaurant. (laughs) You dip dip the olive oil and balsamic vinegar into the bread. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's exactly it. He's a real buff boy. I mean, as you said. Yeah, I see that. You know? Yeah, you, you see that and the rippling arms are going to be held Just, in. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, he could withstand a lot of pressure. Oh, uh, okay. With numbers. Just big numbers. That is So, exciting. apparently, he could, he could breathe at low activity level for up to a year in the complete void of inter- interplanetary space. By storing efficient conversion of oxygen molecules. Mm, I don't think that's how I mean, anything works. I mean, works. by storage, <laughs> by storage and efficient conversion of our oxygen molecules. Mm, so, that seems... I mean, another great. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you know, if you want to just toss them out of a spaceship, 
Yeah. It's gonna get you still. That's kind of the thing where it's like, um, the rancor takes a long time to digest, so that's how it lives. And it's like, that's like saying an adult could digest a pizza roll for a year and live on it. Like, like, okay, so basically the cosmic control rod that he has. Okay, wait, let me get this. Harnessing the power of the cosmic control rod by cybernetic microcircuitry. He's good with so that good, rod, too. He's good with technology. Like. Uh, he's able to basically control vast amounts of cosmic energy, and he can, like, turn things into new things? Or, 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 he could shoot some really oh. big <laughs> blast out of it. So, um, I never understood <laughs> why writers, I feel like, um, why people give so much power to some of these characters, like, um, like Scarlet Witch, I think it's kind of unclear as to um what they can actually do and can't do because i feel like there's always that danger of making that character a little too powerful to remove any tension and this villain oh you mean you mean the the scholar witch the person who said yeah i'd be cool if everyone was mutants and turn and yeah, change it, the it, entire it, history of the marvel universe and then said and, yeah. then, and then at the end of that said no more mutants and like basically yeah. killed almost all the mutants no that, it, that does, it, it does oh, seem a little overkill I mean powerful. You, you mean also the Scarlet Witch the Scarlet Witch was just like whoa my boyfriend is like super robot and can't make kids so I'm just gonna magic them up that, that, that one when you make characters that are essentially gods it always seems like a kind of trap you're in where it's like just do whatever the fuck you want and it just turns into kind of a boring story and i feel like um if this guy can just turn things into anything else it's like what's what's even the point anymore of this <laughs> well because it makes it more impressive whenever uh alpha science bro reed richards goes in and okay. just like yo <laughs> stop it and punches him real good and takes <laughs> That's okay. I <laughs> uh, mean, I can't wait. By the way, uh, listeners, uh, just a preview of what, when we get to Reed Richards or Mr. Fantastic, however he's uh, put down. Uh, here's this. I hate Reed Richards and he's a bad person. Okay, there's, there's that. <laughs> um, well, okay. I, I will say, though, that is kind of on the level of writing that um, Batman v Superman was on, where... <laughs> Where Lex Luthor just feels the need to explain his hatred for Superman in no concrete terms for an hour. Well, I mean, how are you going to know if someone's bad I feel unless like they just writing, talk really. about how bad they are? I mean, well, like, I mean, that's why mm, that's why yeah. uh, Bad Bad uh, exactly Flyboy is such that's a good why character because now. all he does is talk about. Oh, you know what? Oh. No, no, no. What? I'm flipping it up. I'm flipping it up. That's how she. She talks about how bad she is all oh, yeah, the time yeah, yeah. and how okay. she doesn't like good good Okay, boy. that makes sense. And, um... Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like yeah. that's why we won the Pulitzer. That's why we won, um... Pretty much every award to be won. The... Well, like, we... like I mean, like, the first issue mm -hmm. alone won the Will Eisner Award, yeah. which is one of the biggest yeah, and even awards then, like, we won an Oscar, later, which seems you know? weird, because we did not make a movie, but, uh, it, I guess they were just so, so starved to give us an award, we just had to take it, you know, kind of begrudgingly, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, we did, we didn't want it, that's the thing, we didn't want it. Well, like, I mean, I mean, okay, to be fair... Uh, good, good, fly boy. Turn off the not flying was a really good. 
it was. It was. It was I, really I, I did think production. it was interesting that Lin-Manuel Miranda did decide to do the entire uh, play. I thought that was interesting. But, yeah, he just... I mean, as soon as he saw the script, as soon as he just saw the play, he was just like, <laughs> I don't care what I'm not going to be in that new Mary Poppins movie anymore. I'm, I'm going to... I, I need to drop everything and dedicate at least a year to this. And that's what he did. And I'm glad he got a Tony for it. And that I got <laughs> Andrew a Tony Lloyd for Weber it. And Lloyd Webber was Josh like, I, need, I, can't, I can't do anything right now. This, <laughs> this is the new hot thing. And I need to get on this train quick. And I, thought, I felt that was interesting also. <laughs> so we really just got to... Well, like, do you remember... Like, I mean, to be fair, his, his, uh, his song... <laughs> I'm the best good good fly boy there ever is. Oh man, <laughs> not was, a dry eye was, in like, the audience. Was too good. I mean, everyone, everyone was just like, yeah, every everyone. Like, I mean, everyone have been mm-hmm. talking about like everyone stopped talking about Hamilton, which was yeah. But uh, I we, thought we did was it. not possible. I mean... Really, we did it. Like this, this uh, people are just like. People oh, are course. waiting for yeah. like two years to get tickets to <laughs> the right tickets for the boy turn off the like... like Yeah, like these tickets like I don't know if you've seen but oh, like yeah, the scalpers are selling this for like two thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But that's all you know, that matters, yeah. But we're rich now, so that's all I mean that this matters. podcast did make us millionaires, so I yeah. feel like we we have to give some props. Mm-hmm. I've been podcasting for the better part of a year now. And uh, I thought it wouldn't happen to me, but I yeah. finally made more money than the mouth rulers do. We are the first um, podcast billionaires uh, in history, so I think that's kind of a cool achievement. Not like amazing, but like you know, it's up there. To be fair, to be fair, we need to thank we need to thank uh, Marvel for adapting our ideas and giving us full creator credit. We need to give um, Stan Lee credit also for deciding to co- go back into the game and developing this idea with us. I thought that was very beneficial to everyone involved. Yeah, well, I mean, really, just the entire Marvel writing staff just like dropping what they got and be like, you know what, we're gonna put all of this on on just we're just gonna put everything on hold for just one month, and we're gonna make sure that this is the best Broadway play featuring oh, man, that, Good Good Flyboy really there ever That was a really experience, uh, but now we're retired. Yeah, it's just like, we're just, we're just so good right now. We're, it's such a good place. It's, none of you will know this life, is all I'm saying. Not to make you feel bad, but it's just not gonna happen. But, uh, speaking <laughs> of, let's really get to our plugs. We, uh, no. Jesse and I are running for president and vice president, so <laughs> make sure to get to the ballots for that. My Twitter is at F-I-L-M-I-N-G-E-J. Uh, very important stuff there. And my Instagram is at not a wise potato, All one word. So there you go. I am the host of this podcast and of Turn to Page, which is a Choose Your Own Adventure podcast cast where i read a junior adventure book and we goof around and review it with people and i think it's fun also i do a podcast called random sampling with the loveliest co-host i can ever think of carrie nelson where we talk about random they're very good shows Wikipedia articles. I, I will say so and yeah they're yeah so you should listen to them and also uh, i haven't said this before but maybe you should go on iTunes and Stitcher and uh, Google Play and all that stuff. Yeah, please give, give some us some stars. stars. Tell some friends. 
uh, share the links. If you don't. Yeah, I need, I need stars. Well, I mean, I don't need more stars because honestly, after good, good flyboy, turn off the not flying. I mean, Mm -hmm. I have stars just beating down the door, but I need stars on iTunes. And, um, I can personally make this promise on Jesse's behalf. You will get a fresh, crisp $100 bill in the mail. Every time you give a five star review on any platform to any of his shows, that is a personal guarantee. So, uh, that's a personal guarantee. No, it's, uh, that I'm doing it on Jesse's Josh behalf gave. because I know he's a little uh, embarrassed, me. you know, to flaunt his wealth. But I'm just saying, you know, any audience member that does give a good review does get a hundred dollars yeah. on Jesse's behalf. So, uh, bye and, um, <laughs> we do a nihilist. Um, it's it's clobbering Courage, time. Okay, bye.